Now, also, starting this weekend, we've got another footy tip, footy competition starting the VFL, or the Eastern Seaboard Football League, or whatever you want to call it these days, because it's, it's a bit strange. You can get um, down right on the fence, you can hear it. Oh, it's a fantastic. It is a great yep. experience, and if you, again, make sure you get down to it. It's a, it's a great competition. It's obviously full of um, AFL standard yep. players and um, ways of playing football. Um, last year, the, the team that dominated the competition lost one game, and that was the Casey Demons. Um, what, a, what a great season they had. But interestingly, they changed coach in the off-season, we'll which is odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, we are now going to speak to the new coach of the Premiership-winning team. Um, that's Taylor Whitford. G'day, Taylor. G'day. Thanks for the invite. Uh, yeah, a bit of a unique situation, that one, but... Um uh, really looking forward to the season. Can you explain it a bit further? Because it looked like Mark Corrigan was going to be there for life. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a, as I said, it's a unique situation for him. Um, but being a Geelong person, um, and it's been seen that way, you know, the last couple of years within player movements and, and now coach movements, that um, him and his family got a got an offer too good to refuse to go home. And um, that opened up the opportunity for myself, uh, being senior assistant, to, to take over the reins, which, um, which was awesome for me and my family. Mate, it's was here. Just quickly on that going to Geelong, do you see it in the AFL circle as well that it's it's fast becoming or has become a destination type club? Uh, yeah, I think obviously with our on-field success, that that brings a little bit of um, you know players players want to join join in on that. And I guess over the last couple of years, you know two or three years with the COVID interruptions and lifestyle of people. Um, potentially prioritising that a little bit more. They've, they've definitely got a unique situation down there and a bit of a pool uh, that they're definitely using to their advantage at the moment. Well, that's interesting. Maybe we should build one out here at uh, Casey and uh, Packenham, you know, make that sort of a livable city. <laughs> exactly right. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> Very good. But did you come in with sort of any extra pressure because of the premiership? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. I mean, it's... Um, you know, each season you play on your merits. We've had a little bit of list turnover at, at AFL level, a little bit of list turnover at VFL level. So, uh, obviously, we're hoping for another successful season. Um, but in terms of expectation, oh, there's no expectation from my point of view on the players um, to go back-to-back or anything like that. Obviously, it'd be a great situation to have. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how we go. If you finish top six, you... Um, you get essentially the double chance or get the week off now because if you finish 7th to 10th, you uh, you have that uh, playing round this oh. year. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can finish in the top six and, and then anything from there. And the life of a, of a VFL uh, coach, how, how much sort of freedom do you have? But then again, you obviously got to, you've got to coach a certain way for the players if you've got coming in and out of the senior time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so our, our boys at Casey, we we train the Melbourne way um, in terms of our game plan and how we want to play. Obviously, there's there's going to be little intricacies that you add week to week depending on who you play. And uh, we obviously play different standalone teams that AFL clubs don't play. So um, yeah, from a VFL point of view, we adopt a lot of what Melbourne do, um, but then we change little things week to week depending on personnel uh, or who we play. And is there like this week you're going to get? I would assume with May coming back and you're going to get a Tomlinson or a Petty come back. Is there a direction uh, from either the senior coach or someone in the senior club about exactly what you want, what they want from him? Uh, yes and no. Like, um, so I'm full-time at Melbourne as well during yeah. the week. So um, 
I understand where the players are at and a part of my role as well is to develop players um, with Mark Williams and, and in that space. So yep. a part of my role is to coach the VFL team and um, you know, integrate VFL and AFL players together and um, play, the, play the one system, but it's also to develop players. So those conversations will be had during a week around um, certain players and, and where we want them to play um, and how that works uh, on weekends. Uh, so working close with Choco Williams, that oh, must be to ask. Must yes. be a wonderful experience. <laughs> oh, it's unreal. There's probably not another person like him in the <laughs> AFL industry. Um, and the fact that he's had so much experience. Um, so for me, I'm just a sponge. I'm soaking up as much mm. info as, as I can from him. Um, he's got a wealth of knowledge and he's very open to sharing. So, um, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough for the last couple of years to work with him a little bit, but, you know, to be there all the time now and, and be alongside him, it's, a, it's an awesome experience. Apparently he's quite loud on the bench. I mean, I've never, I mean, obviously you, you go to AFL games, you can't hear the coaches or what happens on the interchange bench, and apparently he's quite loud. Uh, have you ever told him to be quiet? Uh, no, no, he's, he's never on the VFL bench at game day, so <laughs> nice. I haven't I haven't had to tell him to be quiet. But um, oh, he's enthusiastic and yeah. he's the players love him. He just wants the best for the players at the end of the day, um, and I think he's proven that over his career that he does get the best out of his players wherever he's been. So um, yeah, he's an awesome character to have around. Yeah, as far as VFL and, and, and attending a game from a crowd's perspective and a, and a supporter's perspective. What are your sort of instructions? Because it's a bit more intrusive. Players, like, crowd can sort of get on the ground and there's, there's the ability to approach sort of players. Is there, is there sort of anything, any rules that you put your players under in regards to that? Because it, it's a great experience for especially some kids to get close to some of their heroes, I suppose. Yeah, it's exactly right. It's um, as you said before in the lead-in. It's you've got AFL caliber players, whether they're coming back from injury long term or whether they're not in the senior side. They're they're there and um, essentially like a local footballer at stages where at Casey our environment, you know, you're very close to the action. You can come out at break times um, and listen to potentially what I'm saying or what other players are saying. It's um, it's a really good experience for younger kids, but also for people that are Melbourne supporters that want to come down and uh, see the younger players develop or also see some of the players coming back from injury or, or whatnot um, on a weekend that don't get the opportunity to see them, whether they're interstate or at the G or what it, what it might be. And never, never mind that. You've usually got half the uh, the senior list in the crowd as well. So there's, uh, yeah, there's it's, it's well worth, I reckon, yeah, definitely. And I think that's it's probably a little undersold. Uh, given the amount we put into the AFL, that yeah. if yeah, if it's just as good to go down to a, a local game and stand on the hill next year, next to Max Gorn, next or, Max something. Gorn or something. Um, Taylor, what's what's your background, mate? Tell us a bit about your coaching and everything, because I understand you, you coached in Tasmania for a bit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm originally from Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved to I moved to Adelaide to play a couple of years in the Sanford, and then uh, went back to Tassie and. and did my university degree as a teacher. Um, so, yeah, I was playing at North Launceston and um, took over the job at North Launceston at uh, 2017, um, the end of that season, and coached for three three seasons. Um, you know, we we're, were lucky over a you know, strong seven or eight-year period to have a bit of success. And uh, I knew a couple of people over in, in the mainland. Um, coaching was never something I kind of had in the short-term planning. Um, it just kind of... Uh, happened. I got the North Launceston job, um, and then yeah, my interest grew from there. I, I had a connection at Melbourne with um, one of the recruiters uh, who worked in the Casey space at the time to get me over um, for the senior assistant job. And um, yeah, it was a little bit of a jump from our situation. We've got a couple of 
young girls, me and my wife, it's just us that came over to have a go. And, um, yeah, I was lucky enough that the stars aligned this year to give me the opportunity to, to take over the job full time. Uh, we're just talking to uh, Kuda as well, and he's um, got a young one too that he's chasing around everywhere to all the sporting events, all sporting this and sporting that, and trouble having trouble fitting it in. How would you fit it all in, given yeah, your responsibilities with uh, with Casey? Yeah, it's tough. I'm, I am lucky that the girls are only uh, three and one and a half, so you're not doing too much sport <laughs> just yet. It's, it's more uh, kinder and childcare, and that's about it at this stage. So, yeah, pretty lucky. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a big weekend uh, for the D's because they, they're bringing back a few of their superstars. Uh, well, Simon said uh, that during the week with uh, May, uh, Fritta, Viney, maybe even Christian Salem to come back. Um, but uh, what if he decides, you know what, uh, they, they, Fritta and Steve May and uh, Viney need a run in the VFL. How excited would you get? <laughs> yeah, well, I wouldn't say uh, I would be necessarily excited. It would be great for our VFL boys to play with players of that calibre. Um, okay. that, that would be an awesome experience. Um, and if players like that were to play VFL, from, from my point of view, it would be, um, you know, letting them essentially play their game um, and then work alongside of them to, to get them back in the senior team. It, it'd be great to have them down for a couple of weeks if that was the case. I wouldn't have thought it would be, but um, you know, if they were down there for, for our VFL boys to get to play alongside those sort of players, it's it's an amazing opportunity. Um, and to have those those type of players running around at Casey Fields would be um, would be awesome for the local community. Yeah, we know also that some players slip through the system and don't get picked up. And and have you got? Is there someone that you've just seen over the last, even the last month, just develop so quickly that you're like, he probably should be on a list, but he's uh, just sitting in them. If you don't answer this one, I got one for you, Taylor. <laughs> okay. Um, well, mine would be Ryan Steele. Um, so Ryan yeah. Steele was a local Frankston uh, YCW product that came to us last year. Um, he played, I think, 12 or 13 games, didn't play in the grand final, um, but he he's put on a bit of size. He's an elite runner, um, so he's played on the wing the last couple of practice matches for us, and uh, he's got better and better. He was nearly best on on the weekend. Um, yeah, so I'd be looking for Ryan to potentially be one for the mid-season if he gets that opportunity or, or the end of the year. He's, he's playing some great footy. Oh, what, what about Jace uh, Burgoyne? Uh, I know that he missed out on a spot um, just in the pre-season with a supplementary position. Um, he's obviously fitted in uh, to the team and the club by the looks of things. Um, how's he tracking? Yeah, so so Trent obviously Trent, was... Um, yeah, so Jace is his brother, but Trent was... Um, training with Melbourne and unlucky enough not to get the um, SSP. It could have fallen his way, but, um, you know, we were lucky enough to build some connections with him over his time, and uh, he's got a good friendship with Cozzy. So uh, for him to, to want to stay in Melbourne and, and join Casey, uh, you know, that's that's awesome for us. He's, he's joined our VFL program fully. Um, he's probably been, or he has been, really unlucky with injuries. He's had some bad hamstring issues and a bit of COVID interruption as, as an AFL player um, but he's got speed to burn, he's lightning quick and um, as, his, as his uncle's nickname, he's, he's silky he, uh, he uses the ball really well so um, you know that's going to be a great addition for our forward half and, and hopefully he gets better and better he will as the, as the year goes on. Fantastic and you play uh, the Footscray uh, Bulldogs on uh, Saturday at Casey Fields 2 o'clock start, should be great fun have you done team selection yet or, or is that later in the week? No, that's tomorrow. So we've got our main main session or main day tomorrow. So um, that team selection and whatnot will be done then. But um, 
yeah, I'd be assuming there'd be opportunities or there will be opportunities for um, some VFL boys to be within that side and uh, yeah, hopefully we can put on a good performance and start off with a win. And you'll tell us Mitch White's under a bit of a, the captain's be under a bit of an injury cloud? Yeah, yeah, so White, he won't, um, he won't feature in the first couple of weeks. He um, he came back during pre-season and was training really well, had a bit of a sore knee and, and had a look at it. And um, So he had a bit of surgery. Oh, it was a couple of months ago now, probably early January. Um, so he'll be right round two or three, uh, but we're just taking a cautious approach with him. Um, he was obviously super in the back end of last year, so we want to make sure that he's right for, for the whole year and not just the first couple of weeks. Rightio. And just the, just last one, just uh, as a Melbourne supporter, uh, Taylor, just Jason um, um, Van Ruin, what does he need to do to, to play AFL? Because it just, yeah, all pre-season it was um, like he's going to get a game, he's going to get a game, and then come the last couple of weeks, he just missed out. Uh, yeah. What has he got to do? Uh, he doesn't have to do anything outside of what he's doing at the moment. I wouldn't have thought that they're... There'll be opportunities throughout the year for him to play. He's, a, he's an unreal contested mark. He kicks goals. Um, he's only 19 years old, so he, he's very young. He's, it's in his second year, so um, there's no expectation from our point of view. It's just for him to go out there and uh, build some consistency. He had an awesome back end of the year last year, um, and that built into his preseason. So hopefully if he can build another couple of uh, solid games for us, uh, we'll get him up into the senior team um, sooner rather than later. Oh, well, that's terribly exciting. Um, Taylor, we'll, we'll leave it there, mate. Um, it's been absolutely thrilling to chat. Uh, good luck uh, with the season, and hopefully uh, we get you on more often as uh, the uh, Casey Demons dominate the VFL again. Uh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks, no problem. Mate. Taylor Whitford there, the senior coach of the Casey Demons uh, Football Club in the VFL.